This is Allie. And this is Sage. And this is us on the This Too Much podcast. Yay! It's the season finale of season one. Allie, how does it feel to be one season into this podcast? I just kept thinking, I can't believe that this is the end of the road for season one. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm impressed with us and our, like, we've kept up with this. We've, you know, we have listeners that listen every week when our episodes are released. We can't disappoint the fans. Apparently not. Now we're in too deep. We're in too deep. I know. <laughs> but I feel really good. I'm like, I'm happy about it. And Me too. And it's been fun so far. So let's It has been really fun. Um, so yeah, this is episode 18, Moon Shadow, which is named after one of my favorite Cat Stevens songs. As I have said before, I love Cat Stevens and so does Sage. Um, I have to tell you guys, I really thought that I liked this episode more than I liked it when I watched it yesterday. And when I watched it, I was like, this is not good for a season finale. I agree. I don't think it was bad. I just felt like it was underwhelming. And I know that this show is generally not an underwhelming show. Yeah. So I expected more from the season finale. And I guess my whole thing is like, if you were going to do this, it almost feels like it doesn't fit, right? Like, a little bit. I feel like the episode before this, What Now, would have been almost a perfect way to wrap everything up in a bow. Because, I mean, Rebecca apologizes to Randall, like, they have a funeral, like, obviously William's not coming back. I think that episode packed a lot more punch than this one did. I agree. And I just feel like this episode too was not great of an episode for an ensemble cast either. No, no one was in it. Like I also totally (laughs) forgot about that till you mentioned it. I also think my problem the whole time was like, I was like, nobody is likable in this episode. I hate everyone today. Like I was like, what a way to end just hating it. And I mean, it, it leaves off like on some cliffhangers ish, but I didn't feel like anything was like major to be honest with you. Do you know what I thought when I was watching this episode is I almost felt like they were scared of getting canceled and still wanted the show to end in a decent way. Yeah, I feel like you're probably right. And I can't remember when it got picked up for a second season. Um, Because this this show, honestly, 18 episodes for the first season of a show is a lot of episodes. Right. Quite honestly. Absolutely. So I don't, yeah, you, I mean, you probably are right. I, it was just like really rough. And I thought I remember really liking this episode. I'm thinking that if I'm correct, and I might be totally wrong, but like, I think maybe season two, episode one opens in the same place where like, we go back to Jack and Rebecca meeting at mm-hmm. the bar. And maybe that's the one I liked so much. Maybe. Cause this I don't, depressy spaghetti. I was like, yeah. I want to cry. Yeah. I don't really remember. So, and I don't remember disliking this episode that much when I watched it the yeah, first time. Me neither. But I was probably, I was probably unaware that it was the season finale at the time because I just 
like binge watched the first like two or three seasons and didn't watch it live until a couple seasons in I think I started watching it live during season three yeah and I watched this live and don't remember having an issue with it and haven't watched this season since the first time I watched it because obviously this is us just ended so like I don't remember not liking this episode as much as I it's not that it's a bad episode it's not badly written like I think they I don't think you can say that about anything on this is us really for the most part yeah I just it was like not for I was like pretty disappointed yeah I agree with that um I also thought it was interesting so Milo Ventimiglia won an Emmy for this episode I I am, I think it's interesting, but I also think he's very, very good in this episode for like filler, but I'm like, man, this man who I always think is perfect is really making me upset and does a great job of doing it. Like this ugly side of Jack Pearson. Yeah. And I think that there's like, it's probably hard to play like Mandy Moore and, um, Milo Ventimiglia do this in a lot of episodes where they play both younger and older versions of the same character and I can't imagine that that's an easy thing to do especially Um, when you're jumping around all the time right but they do it very well so I think that um that also plays into it some but yeah so should we with that should we get into it sure you want to do your synopsis (laughs) yes So this was episode 18, Moonshadow, and the synopsis on Hulu says, acting on Kate's advice, Jack heads to Rebecca's first tour date while we flash back to the day they first met. The big three makes big decisions about their lives. Okay. this This is why I think that it almost has to be as if they thought that the show was ending or that there was a there was a fear of it at the very least because I feel like you could have ended the series here and like there's things that we don't know like we don't know how Jack died we don't know but I feel like it just you could assume enough though yes I feel like you just can it's concluded well yeah I agree um yeah I mean I think it's it's a whatever so not like it's I guess it's fine. It's, it works for what we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the episode starts off with Jack driving. We see Jack driving, which is how the last episode ended. We see Jack driving to Rebecca's gig. And I have to say, I like, don't I didn't remember like when you reminded me that they were like setting this up as like this is how Kate that this is how it's Kate's fault I totally forgot about it but man watching it a second time I'm like they are pushing this narrative of him dying in a car wreck hard but it was so quick it was over like he pulls over he calls and right does he pull over or is he just getting out I think he just gets out like I think maybe the phone was like outside the bar okay but he gets out and like that's it like that's the end of it and I'm like okay well you pushed that so hard and then it's concluded it's really weird and I also am like I mean and I even feel like this is so weird for Jack Pearson like he hasn't drank in so long and then all of a sudden there's like it's to the extreme like beers in the passenger seat which I do feel like laws about drunk driving and just like drinking or like driving under the influence that kind of stuff have like definitely 
become stricter as I've gotten older, but I'm just like, this is 1995, I think, because I think his car says he needs expect, inspection inspection in 1996. That's how I figured it out. But yeah. I was like, I just feel like this scene is so, yeah, it's just like weird. Like, I'm like, this is excessive. Yeah, I just, I feel like it was a good way to leave a cliffhanger on the last episode, but they didn't do much with it, no. I guess, no. you know, so. And then we flash back to a further back flashback, I think, of Jack, and he's under a car um, helping Mrs. P- Miss Peabody, which mm-hmm. I think Miss Peabody is Owen Hunt's mom in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. have to, I'll have to pay attention. So, for everybody out there, I'm currently re-watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, I never made it past like season nine or something. So you shouldn't have even watched till then. I'm still watching guys because this is 20 years of my life that I've just put <laughs> down the drain and I can't, I can't stop. Do you know, do you want to know what made me so interested in re-watching it? I would love is to. The fact that this the trailer for the newest season coming out just looks so like wholesome and intriguing that I was like, maybe I should give it a shot, but I don't know if I'll be able to make it that far. Oh my God. I'm just done with it. Like I'm an old Bailey and she's got like cornrows and I'm like, I love, I love flashbacks of Bailey. I just, my whole thing with Grey's Anatomy, not to go off on like a side conversation, but like I, the last season that I like loved that I thought was like unsettling, but also really good was the season finale. And I think it might've been season six where there's a shooter in the hospital. Mandy yeah. Moore is in the episode actually. Yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she is. But like that episode I thought was so well done and terrifying and I just thought it was like a really, really, yeah, it is. It's like season six because Meredith and Derek are married and Meredith is pregnant. But I'm just like, after that, I was like, okay. And everybody, I hate when you watch a show for so long that everybody that you like turns into like bad, bad people. Everybody is a bad person. Like even people who I didn't like before become worse. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, like it's just too much. Yeah, I it's feel like, I feel like we're what you're saying about the shooter as well is like at that point the show could have like I think ended and it wouldn't have been so extreme but now like the joke about Grey's Anatomy is like what disastrous thing is gonna happen absolutely because that's all it is (laughs) even back then my favorite favorite finale is season four where Meredith builds that candle house for Derek it's my favorite I like I remember watching it in high school I'm getting like (laughs) just like love pangs in my chest because it's just like so beautiful and I love loving things (laughs) they just laughing at me I don't care but it was so well done and so beautiful and season five I thought was actually terrible because it's when Izzy gets cancer and it's like so annoying but after that they redeemed themselves and I was like yeah but I don't know yeah the joke it's it's like jokey now where I know it was a drama before but now it's just like over the top yeah I'm also it's just disappointing too like slowly watching like all of the cast members like leave yeah and you're like you're not really sticking around for any characters yet left (laughs) you know what I mean George O'Malley also died in season five which is also why I hate it because I literally was so ruined after that after that that's a season finale guys not this (laughs) right (laughs) it was rough 
anyway, sorry. Sorry about that tangent. <laughs> Mandy Moore was in an episode in season six of Grey's Anatomy, which is how I'm justifying this conversation. <laughs> so anyway, flashback to Jack under Miss Peabody's car, who's Owen Hunt's mom, <laughs> which is how we got here. Um, and he's just so sweet. You can tell it's a younger Jack because he doesn't have like any of that facial hair. Still cute, still fine as hell. Mm -hmm. um, and then Mrs. Peabody gives him a five and it's like the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. But I was curious, what was $5 back then? I was assuming it was like 1978 because him and Rebecca met. I just, that was like my guess. So $5 in 1978 is $22 now. Okay. So, so I was like, she gave him a 20. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I know. I was like, I've done, I've done stuff for 20 bucks before. I've done stuff for less than that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I've done stuff for free pizza. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, but I just think like her one line where she's like, how did you come back from Vietnam? So nice. Unlike other, other boys. Um, and I, I hate how drug Jack just shrugs it off and is like, well, I was a mechanic. So I had like, I didn't have it as bad, but I'm like, okay, he came back nice. But I also think he came back with a drinking problem. Yeah. And I know his dad's an alcoholic and I know that can be hereditary, but I'm like, that clearly exacerbated the whole situation. Yeah. So yeah, I love, I love the season of the show where they really get into like Jack's experience in Vietnam. So we have that to look forward to. I think um, that's next. Well, yeah, I think it's next season. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Based off of what happens in this episode, I think you're right, but that's, it's like very well done in my opinion. And I think that um, yeah. we can come back to that comment. I think then. I absolutely think we can too. I, I also love the whole Vietnam thing. I'm going to be honest, it gave me a whole new perspective and a whole new respect for people who fought in Vietnam. Not that I didn't already know that they were treated like absolute trash because they were, um, but it's just, it's really interesting. And I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I can't wait. I can't wait to get into it. Um, and then before we leave Jack at that flashback with Miss Peabody, she's like, hey, I have a nice girl that I can set you up with. And Jack's like, no, thank you. And she's like, yes. And he's like, okay. <laughs> now at yeah. this point in time, when you're watching it for the first time, do you think this nice girl is going to be Rebecca? Because mm -hmm. I feel like this episode makes you think that even towards the end. They really try to set it up that way. But then it's like, surprise, it's somebody else. I don't know if I what I thought then to be honest with you I, I think I did think it was Rebecca I'm sure I did too I was like a sucker for the show I was like yep yeah. that's definitely what it is <laughs> I'm sure I did I'm sure that I did too because I you know I didn't know but like this time I knew it wasn't so I was like very like aware of that <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably like the drunk jack drunk driving and getting in a car accident thing yeah. I was this show's best audience because I fell for everything all the time. <laughs> I was like, yep, this is definitely what's happening. <laughs> I fell for a lot of stuff in the show, okay, so. <laughs> okay, well, that makes me feel better. It's okay. Um, so then we flash back to young, young Rebecca before she meets Jack, and she's with two friends, um, and she's just, like, not interested in their wedding talk or baby talk, which I have to be quite honest, guys. 
I also, I, I am Rebecca in this situation right? because sometimes I think it's like when you're that age and I'm like, I'm not crapping on anybody who's like dream it is to get married or have babies. Like that is not what I'm here to do at all. Um, because I'm married, but I just think like when it becomes somebody's whole personality and you're in different places, like, again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I think it's hard listening to constantly just that when you're in different places. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Also the girl talking, I just want to point out that she's from Aquamarine, which I don't know if you watched that when you were little. It's a mermaid movie, um, but it's real good. So, and Sleepover. I don't know if you remember that movie. Not really, no. Okay. Well, for all of you who aren't Sage's age, for all of you who are 32, you probably know about these movies. <laughs> um, but and then Rebecca makes a comment about being at the spinster aunt re, uh, reject cousin table. Have you ever been at that table at a wedding? Yeah. You're like at the, I don't know where to put this person table. Yes. Yeah, me too. Me it's, too. It's like fine with me most of the time. Um, the worst though, when I was, was when I was a date at the wedding and he was at the spinster like what? reject table so then it was like me and yeah so it was like me and him and then just like random couple that didn't really fit anywhere so that was like so I didn't even know anybody else just him yeah (laughs) I'm not I couldn't it was a good time (laughs) I have been at the reject table before it's okay though like I yeah I I never blame people for decisions that they make for their wedding because weddings are stressful enough people don't need like other crap going on I don't agree. be rude to your friends that are getting married guys yeah um, stressful and then they offer rebecca a blind date and she's like no i'm fine i'm focusing on my career and they are so rude about it yeah after she was very kind about them saying about weddings and babies she was like you they're like oh you mean singing yeah and i was like these are not friends get away from this table that's what I said like even so I mean I'm pretty much a realist I think about things and I think that Rebecca has very big dreams but she's doing things to I guess act on what she wants in life and so she might not be successful with where she's at now but I feel like they were dissing what she's doing now Yes. versus, you know, like, I think it's okay sometimes to be brought back down to earth and be like, okay, like, just remember, like, this is a really hard path that you're choosing or whatever. But like, they were like, basically making fun of the fact that she's singing at all these open mics and stuff. That's what I didn't like. I don't, that's my problem when people like talk about marriage and babies. It's like when you crap on someone else because it's not their dream is when I have an issue with it you know what I mean just because it's not your dream like when my parents told me that I couldn't be a spice girl (laughs) that's how it was for Rebecca it's rude (laughs) (laughs) um and then I think we're back at Jack I'm gonna just say Jack present day even though it's not but Jack present day and he's at the club where Rebecca's at and again he's like drinking so hard like I do not remember this at all but I was like oh my god this is like sloppy at this point in time yeah he was getting super sloppy yeah nothing I need more this leads me to a comment 
that's made during the fight that just like it didn't make sense to me so the fight at the end with Jack and Rebecca Rebecca says Jack you're not a drunk you drank too much one year ago or one year seven years ago or something and then you quit cold turkey I'm like but after watching him tonight after just picking drinking back up again he's a drunk yeah. I don't like I oh I can't wait to get to that whole fight because I have so many things I have so many thoughts and feelings I thought that was a nasty I thought, just thought that was like a weird like comment to make and I know we're gonna get there but yeah I just it was a lot that fight was a lot for me I'm like sick thinking about it actually yeah um yeah and then we see Ben and Rebecca in Rebecca's dressing room. And Ben is gross. Why do these Pearson women always have to deal with gross men? Like, <laughs> I don't know, but he is super gross. And I love that Rebecca said, I should be watching ER, which is kind of like Grace Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and then do, do you, here's my thing about the scene. Do you think Mandy Moore had a cold? Did you notice that her voice was like so like not her voice oh I didn't really notice it was so weird and I wanted to ask you if you thought she had a cold because I was like Are you maybe she did I don't know maybe. I didn't notice yeah I don't know but um and then Ben is a boundary crosser and he yeah. makes that pass at Rebecca which it would be one thing if it was the first time but this is like the second time he's kind of like crossed a boundary as far as like even saying something. So I was like, why aren't you treading carefully, Benjamin? Yeah, I don't know. The whole situation was just weird. And like, I felt like he was getting really creepy. And I think that he was really testing his luck. I also didn't, I also thought he probably doesn't think that Jack's gonna come tonight. And so he thinks that if he he's can, like in a vulnerable position yeah and like if he can be sneaky now then the rest of the tour like will be slowly I guess like right wooing her back to him or whatever he was thinking was gonna happen men if you're listening don't do this this is not how it works (laughs) (laughs) this impresses no one (laughs) and I love when Rebecca backs away from him and she's like of course Jack was right of course he was like and she goes to call him and she walks right past Jack which is so I mean I just like it's like a tiny moment but I think it's like a cool thing to put in there and then we're back in the past the far back past and Jack goes home to his parents house where he's still living and his dad is basically complaining about how he's unemployed and Jack starts like giving it back about his drinking issues um yeah and then we see Jack go upstairs and put away a bunch of money. Yeah. So I would also stay it. in that attic forever if I was Jack. It's a nice attic. I was like, I'd be there too. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I also, I totally get like what he's saying to his friend later on about like, I need to get out of that house. I need to get my mom out of that house. Like it's yeah. not a good safe situation at all. And then we see Jack and his friend and I want to tell you, remember the other week when you like made something up in your head about the scene? Okay. I made up in my head a whole storyline that wasn't true. <laughs> I, I swear to God that this was Miguel. Okay. This friend who I okay, think so named- 
I will say you did tell me at some I point. Know. Like, remember it's because we were talking about the season finale and I was like yeah. oh, I remember it and you were yeah. like oh he's with Miguel and I like I didn't remember a lot about it but I, I yeah I rewound this three times because still in my head this guy which it doesn't even make sense guys this guy was playing young Miguel like when he said Daryl I was like the hell is Daryl? Like, <laughs> like, I made it up in my head and I still wasn't convinced. Maybe they shouldn't have made Daryl look like he could have been young Miguel. I agree. Daryl and Miguel looked a lot alike. Oh, I know. I was like, Jack has a type. <laughs> I also don't. <laughs> Jack has a type. <laughs> I also felt like I mean, I don't know if maybe later on, is there like something that happens later on where we see Jack and Miguel meet or something? Yes, I think maybe, I don't, I don't remember. I thought he knew Miguel before he knew Rebecca though. I thought so too, but now I'm not so sure. So yeah, so now- I created this false narrative, okay? Because Jack comes from a rough upbringing, right? Miguel does, we later find out Miguel doesn't have like a rough upbringing. Like there is love in that home, but like it's, he didn't have it easy. Right. right? So I created this whole false narrative in my head about how this guy was young Miguel, even watching it back. I was like, why didn't they just use, um, John Fuertes? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, they must like meet later or something like I'm not really sure why this like why wasn't it Miguel I don't know I'm very that's what I don't understand it's stupid it actually made me mad after I watched it but Daryl yeah and then they this is the first time we hear about the poker game yeah yeah so they decide that they're going to go to a poker game because they I think actually Jack decides that he's going to go to this poker yeah. game or Daryl is like, yeah. he's not interested in a yeah. lot of this. I don't Great think. value Migs was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Great value Migs. Oh no. Members Mark Migs was like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, yeah. So they're going to go, they're going to get some money and use that to Basically, they want to start their own auto body shop. Yeah. So. It's just so sad. <laughs> it's just so sad. I don't know why we're laughing. Oh, I'm laughing because I thought it was Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> Members. Oh, my God. And then I think we're back to what I refer to now as Barjack. Yes. Barjack. He is blasted at this point in time, like incoherently drunk, right? Mm -hmm. And it's also, this is the first time in this whole show that I have found Jack completely unattractive. Yeah. Like I'm like, yuck, no, no. Um, And Ben is also really gross, but we see Jack sees Ben and then Ben slips up. And is like, which I want to be like, Ben, why are you so stupid? Obviously, Jack doesn't know what happened yet. <laughs> he definitely did it on purpose, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. It was a power move. He said, don't punish her because I crossed a line. Like, that's a power move because Jack doesn't know what happened no. yet. 
No. It's like shaking hands and then putting your hand on top of the other hands. Like, it's like <laughs> a power move like that. Like, yeah. I hate when people do that. Yeah. Um, so for all Jack knew, like, how, him and Rebecca had been hooking up. Yeah. But however, I do want to say, even though Jack is blasted, that punch was 100% deserved. I don't care. Like, yeah. I, Ben's gross. Ben is and gross. At this point in time, though, I also feel really bad for Rebecca because she's so disappointed. And quite honestly, I'm pretty disappointed with her. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's all Rebecca's fault because I know that I <laughs> blame Rebecca for a lot of stuff, but I do feel like these emotions that are high and heightened for both of them could have been resolved, right? Rebecca said a lot of hurtful things in that first fight that they had while Jack mm-hmm. stayed calm and only Jack is responsible for drinking again. Like that is not what I'm saying here at all. Yeah. But I just think Rebecca should needs to take some responsibility mm-hmm. because she also did not do the correct thing. Right. So annoying. Um, then we see Rebecca basically tells Ben that yeah. she needs to leave the band and she has to take Jack home. And I also like, like how Ben was like, no, what? Yeah, as if it wasn't over. And she says, it's over. <laughs> yes, we're so, done. We're done. Yeah. And then um, we see, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and then we see Rebecca when she was young in her apartment, which I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a musician, but this apartment is so cool. It's so I would have cool. lived in it. Those Joni Mitchell albums, the top one, the Blue Album. Mm-hmm. I love that album. If you've never listened to Joni Mitchell, please check it out. Um, not it. Check her out. Check Joni Mitchell out. Um, not it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love Joni Mitchell. And I thought that apartment was cute. And then Rebecca's opening all of this mail and it's all rejected for her little demos. And I feel really bad for her. And then it's like she has this crisis in her head. Like, oh my God, maybe I was wrong. And she's yeah. like, I know what I said about this wedding, but can you give me a date? Right. Which kind of bothers me. Cause like, I'm like, so you, I don't know. There's just something about it where I'm like, I don't the know next guess- desperate enough to be mm-hmm. like, yep, set me up. Cause everybody's rejecting my tapes. Right. Like, well, and That's like- not what you have to do. Just go get another job for now. Right. Well, and like, I think in her mind, if she can't like live out her dream, the next best option is to get married, <laughs> like become a wife. And I think that's so sad. <laughs> it is so sad. I think that's, I, I know I say this all the time, guys, you probably made a drinking game out of it already, but like generational thing where that's like what you felt like you had to do at that point in time, probably like right. not so much now, but like, yeah, I, she probably did feel like that was her only option. Um, yeah so then we get to Jack's poker game and he takes all of his little money from his little safe and I hate that I hate it um so they get to the poker game and it's just like very serious and scary and intimidating and I have to say I hate scenes like this because they get me so stressed out and I feel like I'm there and I feel like I can't breathe like like Uh I can't watch this um but yeah and this is also why bad, bad karma all around this thing, right? They know. And I wrote a note that I was like, this is why you always drive yourself. 
Daryl yeah. should have driven his own car. <laughs> poor Daryl. Yeah, seriously, poor Daryl. Um, so basically we see Jack bets all of his money and he has a good poker hand. Yeah. We know that. We see that, but we don't know what the other guys have yet. And so they're really building the suspense here. Cause I let me tell you, I knew Jack won it. I was still stressed. I, that's it. how I felt. I was like, I know he wins, but I still yeah. this is giving me like yeah. So, so Jack wins a ton of money and then they want to pull out of the game after one hand. Yeah. Which I feel right. like is totally fair. Maybe. Maybe it's, maybe it's bad form. It probably looks bad when you're brand new to like this underground poker club that is probably with like mafia members. Maybe it's scary. Oh, I think they definitely were because later they're like, come back and we'll murder you. <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying like you know i mean chances are they would have mugged them and taken the money whether they pulled out after one game or ten so right scary yeah um so then we see that the poker guys or somebody that's affiliated with them comes out and basically mugs them and takes all yes. the money back it was so now, so sad I know because now Jack has no money. No money. That's what I thought. I was like, how did Jack pay for whatever he paid for at one point in time later? Oh, a drink at the bar. I was like, do you have, do you have some money on you still? Like, do you have $3? Yeah. I don't know. And then I think we're at Jack and Rebecca in the car. Mm -hmm. It's just a very small scene, but it's silent. And I hate when you're like, it's so tense because you know you're in trouble, whether it's with a parent or a significant other, and you just know know that it's not going to be good, and you're like already emotionally exhausted, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he knows he messed up, and Rebecca's like, "Don't speak to me." Um, then we see Jack talking to Daryl about how his father is just such a bad person and how he wants to be the opposite of everything his father is but it has never gotten him any further in life than where his father's at to try to be good and this is when he says that he wants to go to basically rob the bar because being good good has never yeah yeah has never gotten him anything in life at this point, we see Jack and Rebecca get home, and I don't think either of them really knew what to say at this point, and so Rebecca gets him some peas and a glass of water. Yes. Um, and he and starts he- talking about AA meetings, and she was like, when did this start again? And he said, you haven't been around. Jack is also not around a lot, so I feel oh. like it's hard for him to give Rebecca a hard time for not being around yeah no I totally agree he even points out I think later on in the argument that like he often doesn't get home until like eight or nine o'clock at night because he's busy working and I understand like he's trying to like support his family and things like that but like you know it's like the the pot calling the kettle black yeah like, it absolutely is that's yeah. that's what this whole fight is now do I think something like I think they cross the line like Rebecca saying she has no life or purpose I was like that's a little bit like tragic and I mm-hmm. also hate she did this one other episode when she was pregnant where Jack's like I just don't want to, my father was an alcoholic and Rebecca like cuts him off and rolls her eyes and is like yes I know 
yeah she seems like annoyed to like hear about his trauma basically and I'm like well you grew up in a very privileged life like you have no idea what that's like I don't have any idea what that's like you know right. and I but I do feel like this fight is just like the pot calling the kettle black the whole time from both ends yeah this is also so we can go back to that for a second now I guess too yeah. is this was also when Rebecca said the common about you're not an alcoholic. You, you know, you yes. have an issue seven years ago now, like, but I do think he is an alcoholic. If he goes Absolutely. from like zero to like extreme, like that is like alcoholic tendencies. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And like, I just feel like that's such like a weird comment for her to say. And I think it's because she's in denial more than anything. <laughs> Like Absolutely. I want again, she grew up privileged. She didn't see things like this. She doesn't know. Right. And I think that this is also like telling of who Jack is as a man, because I think that she thinks, well, he's a good person. So he's not an alcoholic like his father. Right. You know what I mean? But we know that alcoholism runs in Jack's family and you can be a good person and still have vices. And I think that that's what Absolutely. the show is trying to say with this. But Rebecca yeah. doesn't understand that at least not at this point. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, and I think that's interesting. I feel like it'll come into play a little bit more, like even later with other situations that we will eventually address soon. Yeah. Too, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get to that later. Yeah. Later where Rebecca, it kind of comes back in. It kind of plays off of that idea that like we started talking about early on in our podcast about how like they really put Jack Pearson on a pedestal yeah and like he can do no wrong but like obviously we know that's like not true like even the most I'm laughing because because we'll get done with this episode and there'll be another episode where Jack Pearson is a little angel and we're both like oh no, no but it's it's true but the show does like such a good job of like showing you that like even good people have faults absolutely I think yeah I think it's perfect I also think that's a very important message to send um to people because a lot of the time when you when you're watching a show like that's not it's yeah. not that way but I think it's a lot more complicated like that I do think shows nowadays do a lot better so then I think we see young Jack and young Rebecca getting ready Rebecca's getting ready for her blind date I do feel like this part 100% makes you think that they are going to go meet each other yeah a little bit and it's pretty cute actually I was like this is a kind of adorable yeah they brought back a good callback though I don't know if you noticed, but Jack is wearing the Daytona t-shirt that he told Kate that he was wearing the night I her mom. was going to ask you if you noticed that because I was like, yes, because we talked about it in pool in the yes, episode of the pool. Neither of us thought he was wearing it. And I see why now because he puts a flannel on over top of it. Yes. I love, I love that this is us pays that much attention to the details. I agree. I love it. And, but I do think this part is really cute. Obviously this is the same night that Jack is planning on <laughs> robbing the bar. Um, and I don't know if he even remembers that he has a date because when he's talking to Mrs. Peabody, it doesn't seem like he even remembered. Right. So he gets the deets from her and that's about all that scene is. But I also think my brain was so confused in this episode because it's like the beginning and how it's going. And I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> this is so bad. Like, right. so it's just rough. But um, yeah. 
do you so think then, that, oh go ahead sorry I was gonna say no, no. do you think that Jack put the t-shirt on because he told so earlier we heard the story about the t-shirt and he told Kate that he put the t-shirt on or he was wearing the t-shirt or was given the t-shirt when he beat up some by a drifter some yeah <laughs> he's given the t-shirt by a drifter while That's he beat true. up some guys and so do you think that he was wearing the t-shirt because it made him feel quote-unquote magical like what he told Kate she could be anything she wanted when she wore the t-shirt oh my god that's such a nice insightful thing to think no I'm gonna cry um, I feel like boys aren't that deep but Jack Pearson I feel like Jack Pearson's that deep <laughs> that's what I'm saying here, like, here we go we're probably <laughs> do you think he put on the t-shirt because it would make him feel more confident in this bad situation that he yes I think that's in? a I think that's a great thing to think and it's probably the truth because Jack Pearson would do something like that I would hope so I I thought it was a nice thought too yes. <laughs> I, I think it's a nice thought I'm gonna think that even if it's not what they did <laughs> oh, and then we see older Rebecca and she comes out of the bedroom. And I also liked this callback. Um, is it episode two? Episode two yeah. or three, where she comes out of the bedroom. And if you remember in episode two or three, guys, like she comes out of the bedroom and Jack has been sleeping outside of the bedroom the whole day. And this is the first time he drank too much. And he was like, I'm going to be better. Here's this crescent moon necklace that you're never going to take off for the rest of the show you know so it was like this beautiful moment and she comes out and it's clear that she's crying and but Jack's not outside the bedroom and that really I hated it I hated everything yeah. about this moment because it's it's like where you were and like how did you get this far I think a lot of people struggle with that, not just in like romantic relationships, just in, in general. And like seeing it personified on the screen like that is a rough thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I also, so at this point, so Rebecca goes and tells Jack that she thinks that he needs to go stay with Miguel for a while. Yeah. This was so annoying to me because I don't think that's the best option in this no, situation. I don't either. You guys just got done yelling. Obviously, you guys cried it out. She says she feels terrible. He says he feels terrible. And then she's like, we obviously meant what we said. Okay, but you were screaming at each other and you were saying it in anger. So why don't we get the down to business and like talk about it? Talk it out. Right. Right. And then when they talk it out, then just work through it. Like I don't think the best solution is for him to move out. Even yeah. if it's just temporarily, I don't think that's like a good solution. Oh, it's stupid. It's a stupid solution. I, and it's a stupid solution because like, this is, okay, you guys don't normally fight. This is like the one time you had a big fight about a big decision, right? Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I was like, wait, that seems extreme. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Like, I just, I also don't feel like it was like kicking him out worthy. Like, I know that their, like, that their fight was bad. I recognize that, but is it worth literally kicking him out of the house? Like, no. I just didn't think it was that big. I just think it would be different. And also, I just want to say, yes, like the whole him being blasted and like drunk, like, yes, a huge deal. Right. But Jack acknowledged that also. And she acknowledged it in the morning. Right. Like that piece. Right. Um, my other thing is like, you he kicked Ben's ass 
<laughs> like, and I think it was completely justified. I agree. And also my other thing is like marriage is hard, right? Yeah. Like you're going to have weird things like this happen. And it's not like this was a reoccurring thing. Right. It's like a one-off thing where you guys have a good marriage and all of a sudden you're like acting cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like, right. yeah, I wasn't a fan. I, yeah. I don't think I, it lasts very long anyway, but like I wasn't a fan. I don't think it does either. But at the same time, I was just like, this did not like need to happen. And I, maybe that this was part of what they were thinking would be a good cliffhanger was are Jack and Rebecca going to make it? Like who knows? You because know? at this point in time, you still don't know when Jack, when Miguel and Rebecca got together. Right. Right. So like, that's kind of like, I guess awkward. So maybe that's what they were like trying to set up here was like, yeah. maybe they're not going to make it. I don't love it. <laughs> I don't love it either. No. And then I think we're at the flash flashback where Rebecca goes on her blind date and the hostess is very sweet and says, hey, your date's late. And she's like, are you kidding me? And then it immediately flashes to Jack at the bar at the other place. And he's ready to just rob <laughs> rob the bar. Um, and then it flashes back to Rebecca who's sitting at the table. And you realize her date is not Jack at this point in time. It's Ethan who seems very nice and very vanilla. <laughs> yeah, he seems fine. Yeah, he seems totally I feel, fine. I feel, I know that it was like setting up the meats for Jack and Rebecca, but I was like, I feel kind of bad for Ethan because Rebecca's Ethan. like, by the way, I, I'm sorry, I just have to go. <laughs> and I'm like, also though, if I was reading Ethan correctly, I feel like Ethan was the kind of person who wanted like a housewife who brought dinner. But at least like, I don't know, the in my opinion, the polite thing to do is like make Wait it till the, the end of the day and say, you know, it was very nice, but you know, I don't think we'll be more. I than- think, I think Rebecca had like an epiphany at that point in time and was like, oh my God. Like, I'm doing I but yeah, poor Ethan, right? I just feel like sometimes Rebecca is rude. I, <laughs> I like solidifies that. Sometimes she hid her child's real father from him for 40 years. Look. Sometimes, <laughs> right? Sometimes, <laughs> yes. Sometimes Rebecca is rude. <laughs> most of the time, I do think that um, fight was both faults. But I, most of the time, I think Rebecca brings a lot of stuff on herself. Yeah. yeah. So then we're back in the what nineties and. Jack yeah. is leaving the house and he has a duffel bag and then they start talking about what do we tell the kids yeah and Rebecca's like are we, we're gonna screw them up and Jack was like we can't screw them up they'll be fine yeah I have to say and maybe you have a different opinion but I feel like coming from somebody that has two parents that are happily married and have been my whole life I feel like this would have been very traumatic (laughs) listen and I again I also have parents that have been married my whole life and are disgustingly in love with each other but I I feel like that's what Jack and Rebecca are so I feel like if I was one of the kids I would be like huh 
<laughs> right. I feel like this would have been more than a blip on my radar, as Jack puts it. He's like, oh, it'll be a blip on their radar. Like, oh, they're no. not even going to think about this. And right. I would literally lose my mind if my parents, yeah. like, oh, no. I Me too. About it. I would lose my mind. <laughs> Me too. So um, I don't think that's true. No, I don't either. And then after that, as Jack's like voicing over a little bit, like, and I don't even remember what he's saying, but we see Kate. And Kate's like, I know what I want to do because I found this old picture of my mom singing. I'm going to sing. I can tell, I can tell you what Jack was saying. So he said over the images of Kate, he says, maybe they will make some good decisions. And then it's Kate saying she wants to be a singer. Right. And then it's over Kevin basically saying that he wants to go to his audition with Yes, you know, because I wrote Sophie. bad things. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe they will make bad decisions is what Jack said. And then he said, and every once in a while, they will do something that will knock us off our feet and exceed our wildest dreams. And we see Randall telling Beth that he wants to adopt a baby. Why am I getting goosebumps? I gave myself <laughs> goosebumps just reading that. <laughs> Oh, I love Randall. <laughs> I know. Of course, though, Randall was the one that knocked them off their feet and exceeded their <laughs> screams. And Kevin screwed up. They, like, they love Randall. I love Randall. I get it. I get it. Like, but they set you up to love Randall. I know. Eventually, I in season three, I get really mad at Randall. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. There's like, yeah, there's like a whole section where Randall is not the best version of himself. No. Yeah. Um, and then Rebecca's on the date with poor Ethan. And he's just like saying things that I also wouldn't be interested in, but would stay till the end of the date. <laughs> right. And I kind of did like that she was just like, I'm not finishing this because it's clearly not going anywhere. I do think it's rude and I would never do it. But yeah, I was like, okay. And then there's Jack at the bar waiting to rob it. And he hears someone singing Moonshadow and he gets distracted. Mm-hmm. And he goes in there and that smile exchange stage, the smiles that they exchange are like fire. Yeah. It's like, I love that moment where Mandy Moore just like, they both give each other these like coy, sweet smiles. Like, oh, there you are. And I just think it's so sweet. Yeah. And then the next part killed my soul. <laughs> because Jack comes downstairs to talk to Rebecca. And he said, Did you know that I had another date the night that we met? And she goes, I wonder who it was. And he said, I never have. Oh and it literally, I was fine. This whole episode, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. I wanted it to be over. And then we get to this part and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I thought I was going to get through this scot-free without oh, fear. No. But there they came. <laughs> it was the worst. Goodness. And then he said, what do I love about you? You're the best mom. You're the most beautiful woman in the world. You laugh with your entire face. And I think that's so sweet because he laughs with his entire face. You dance funny and you don't realize it, which makes it even sexier. You're still the same woman from so many years ago. 
you're not just my great love story. You're my big break. And our love story might not feel like it right now. And I promise it's just getting started. And I was ruined forever. (laughs) And then he leaves. He leaves. Why did she let him leave? Why did she let him leave? I know. I would have been like, I would have been like, bow, chicka, bow, bow. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the worst possible ending. Him leaving the house was not like. No, especially if they thought it was going to get canceled. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. The leaving part, it's not necessary for the story. No. You can have a fight without like literally kicking your husband out. Right. Your perfect husband. Your perfect husband, who when you said, I wonder who it was, he said, I never have. I never have. Because this he's show. perfection. This show, man. Oh man, I know. And then she's she's playing with that sweet necklace that he gave her, the crescent moon one. And I just I guess I like the end of the episode, how it all mushes together, I guess, because it just I think the show is a lot about fate and like yeah. who you're meant to be with, you know. And I I guess I just like that part because I'm all about like fate and like soulmates and things like that. I think it's really cute. What? Soup snakes. Soup snakes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what that's from, it's from the office. It's the best. Michael can't read his handwriting. He's like soup snakes. We are soup snakes. <laughs> it's so good. But Jack and Rebecca are soup snakes. They are soup snakes. Yeah. And then that's the end of the episode. Like Jack gets kicked out and that's how it ends. I don't love it. I'm like, I I feel like I would have respected this episode more if it wasn't the season finale. Yes, I agree with you. If it wasn't the season finale, even if it was like, I feel like this episode, it's almost like this episode belongs before Memphis and what now? Yeah. Because before that, it's Jack Pearson's son, where there's flashbacks. Like, so I feel like it doesn't fit where it's at. Yeah. I like the idea of them finishing the season by showing us how Jack and Rebecca met. I just feel like it was such like a low moment to like end the show, but it wasn't like a dramatic love. Right. Like, it was just confusing my brain because yeah. I was mad and happy at the same time. And I'm like, this is yeah. too much. This too much for real. Yeah yeah but oh well what was your go ahead oh I was gonna say what was your least and favorite moments of the episode I think my least favorite was just like Jack and Rebecca fighting just like not not good for my soul and also it was just like this ugly fight that like led to nowhere yeah I think my favorite I mean my favorite moment, honestly, is when he says, I was supposed to meet someone else. And she's like, who was it? And he said, I don't know. I never have wondered ever. Yeah. Like, I think that's such a sweet moment. I like how the, I, I like when they're in the bar and they meet, like, I just like, I think that that whole like piece of this episode is so beautiful. That's why I hate that it's paired with something so ugly. Right you know the dichotomy though they love to do that they I know but I feel like this one was like too far both ways I know yeah I know so that that was those were my yeah I would say worst is probably Jack and Rebecca fighting because I just 
but Bess was probably them or Jack telling her that and then she kicked him out which I hate um what about you favorite least favorite um my least favorite was creepy Ben (laughs) creepy Ben trying to ruin their marriage I hate Ben again is Ben gone after this I hope so. I mean, I can't imagine that he comes back because Rebecca was like, I'm leaving the band. I'm out. But I swear she goes on tour again. Um, I don't know. I, I, to be honest with you, I feel like we flash back to the same night again from a different perspective, but I don't know that for sure. I am having, it's probably a false memory. I swear she goes on tour again when the kids are like of age and then she comes back and is like how did you let it get this bad and they fight again but maybe it was this fight I'm just making stuff up (laughs) spoiler alert guys it's actually old Miguel with her grown-up children and she writes him out a list like a baby (laughs) goes on tour no it's um not true. that's not true so spoiler alert but i'm pretty sure that jack is dead before she could go on tour again <laughs> that's not funny i hate you for saying that <laughs> i'm pre- like i'm pretty sure that's what happens like you're probably right like she can't like it he's dead because he dies like not very long after this in like that point in time like they have this huge blowout it couldn't have been more than like a couple months i guess am i wrong though no like, you're not wrong you're not wrong their, their marriage what is, month is this dead. what month is this because then we'll know i don't know but their marriage oh, almost season, ends and so he it's dies fall. It's football season. So he dies in what? January? February? February. Well, January probably at the time that it was. But So like a couple months later, he dies. I hate that. She (laughs) kicks him out of the house a few months before he dies. And she's going to have to live with that for the rest of her life because she's rude all the time. (laughs) He doesn't. I guarantee we've seen her for five more seasons. She never thinks about it. oh god she's just like Migs is my side piece <laughs> that is not what happens either it's not at all do not I'm do just, like how dirty I'm like creating that. a bunch of false false narratives <laughs> Miguel watching her adult children <laughs> <laughs> I mean I feel like this is something that Rebecca would do though like Rebecca would absolutely like say to Miguel like hey I'm going out of town for a couple weeks I need you to check up on Kevin Kate and Randall (laughs) on the regular call them every day (laughs) am I wrong no you're wrong I made the story up I believe you (laughs) Rebecca is a helicopter parent even when she's like 65 years old I know she's the worst um (laughs) she's a no for me um all right getting back into our actual show here (laughs) how many times did you cry this episode just one just one I tried I almost didn't at all but my body became one giant goosebump when when Jack said I never have and then I cried there and through the speech yeah I'm sure you didn't cry no I didn't 
You suck. It wasn't like a cry-worthy episode. No, I didn't feel that like, way either. <laughs> it snuck up on me. It snuck up. I will say, like, and I did not ever, I never once felt disappointed after watching an episode of This Is Us, except for maybe one episode, the entire series, when I watched it the first time through. This episode, I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, I was too. But I think it's because I had high expectations. I yeah. have high expectations for season finales. Yeah, me too. I also do, and I hate when they're, like, not good. Yeah. Or and the I show feel gets like- canceled. Yeah, I feel like maybe the first time watching this, it was better too. Like you don't know what's happening, so right. I feel like it's better that way. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was disappointed though. Yeah. I was like psyched to watch this, and then I was like, oh. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Well, whatever. All right. Well, what's your pop culture pick? Um, this week. I'm going to recommend Love Island UK. Not the US one. I mean, it's like fine, but like the UK one is just better. Like it's the original. So I always think original things are better. I agree. Most of the time. Um, the host and the guy that does the voiceover are hilarious. They're married to each other. And so Ian Sterling and Laura Winters. And so so he's like, every time she every time Laura Winters walks out, he's like, now finally the hottest girl has arrived to the island. And like, he's always like being really funny. That's so cute. He's so funny. Um, and he does such a good job narrating the show. And it's just like, it's a good like reality TV show. Yeah. If you love reality TV, absolutely. And there's tons of episodes. And I have seen a few seasons of The Bachelor, guys. This one's better. I'm telling you right now, it's a better show. I don't really watch a lot of reality TV, but I might take this up. I don't watch a lot of it either. Like I watched The Bachelor in college because people were like, watch this with me. And I like never really got that into it. But like this show is like, I don't think a lot of it's edited. I mean, it's edited for like effect, but like, right. I just don't think it's as edited as other ones. Maybe I'm yeah. totally wrong, but that I- That could like, be because it's UK. Maybe. I just, like, I think it's a lot better than a lot of yeah. the reality. I've heard that not only from you, but from other people I work with too, that say Love Island yeah. UK is the best one. Yeah. A lot of people like um, from the UK too, like it's not just popular with like women, it's like popular with guys too. Like pe- everybody gets really into it. So I love that. Kind of fun. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> so my pop culture pick is a book that I read the whole thing on Saturday and stayed up till 2 a.m. because wow. I was like so into it. It wrecked my life. Shout out to my friend Cass who told me to read it and then said, maybe you shouldn't because you might be sad. Uh, she was right um it's called people we meet on vacation um and it's by emily henry she also has another book called um beach book beach read. Beach yeah read. beach read i bought it i haven't read it yet well people say that that's also heart wrecking this was really good it was about it was it was nice because i never read stories i am i'm like really into young adult but i never read stories about people who are my age sometimes they're either older or they're younger like there's never a story for like a 30 year old so it was nice like it was nice reading something like that so um it is it's I would say it's like a 
romantic comedy novel. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It was it was very beautiful and her writing style is great. So yeah. I've heard good it. things about her. So that's why I bought this book. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm probably gonna read Beach Read as well cool. after I'm done with it. Or I am done with it. So maybe I'll pick up that next. Cool. Very neat. All right. Well, this is the end of season one, guys. This is the end of season one. So for everybody that listens and keeps up, we are going on a short break. But don't be sad because we're going to put out a couple mini episodes while we're on our little hiatus. Yep. Um, it's just going to give us a chance to kind of get ahead and catch up and plan some fun things out for the next season. And But the fun little mini episodes are going to be totally like off the cuff. Yeah. You know, low edited. <laughs> They're going to be not, yeah, not related to This Is Us. Um, so you might get to know us a little bit better. Um, we would love to answer some questions in these mini-sodes. So please send us some, some stuff on. I'm social- begging you. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is, is we know people are listening because we can see that people are listening. They just, nobody wants to talk to us, but so yeah. Yeah. At, uh, this too much pod at gmail.com or slide into our DMS at, at this too much pod on insta but this was us thanks for staying with us the whole season one i can't believe we made it we made it thank you for listening thanks everybody bye bye